Welcome to EU Code Week Podcasts. We bring coding, computational thinking, robotics, and innovation closer to you, your community, and your school. Hello, everyone. We are Ariana Blažić from Croatia and Eugenia Casariello from Spain. Welcome everyone, we will be your hosts today. Before we get started, here's a quick introduction from our part, just to get to know us a little bit. Um, Ariana, would you like to start? Uh, yes, sure. I'm a teacher trainer and uh, education technology advisor. What about you, Eugenia? I'm an education professional currently working for European Schoolnet. I'm also a big fan of everything technology and especially everything coding, given that that's where the future is going, isn't it? It is, yes. But let me also add that we are both part of the EU Code Week team and we design and develop education and materials and resources. And with this series of podcasts, we'd like to bring change to education in Europe and also respond to the challenges that teachers and students are facing nowadays. Today we are going to talk about AI in education. In this episode, we will talk about how to bring artificial intelligence, AI, to education. Yes, it's true. AI is all around us, so it is important to teach about it in schools because we want to help our students uh, understand how AI works, but also we want them to be part of it. We want them to create it, to become AI designers. However, the question is now, how can we do that? And what do we need to consider if we want to integrate AI in schools? And that's why we invited um, Marco Neves to tell us more about AI in education. Marco is a computer science teacher from Portugal, and also a CEO of the Interact Ideas Company, which aims to bring AI closer to teachers and students across Europe. Welcome, Marco. How are you? I'm feeling great. Um, hello, Ariana. Hello, Eugenia. It's a great pleasure to be here with you, and I really like to um, thanks for the, the, the invitation. And to talk about AI in education and nowadays is very important. Um, is not only important in the educational context, uh, but um, as you know, AI is impacting uh, all aspects of our life, uh, from the social to the economical, cultural, political, and even ecological. Um, so it's very important for every citizen to be informed about AI nowadays and develop awareness about it. And I think that this podcast is very, very important. Uh, for people to have um, better understand about what is AI in particular for the educational uh, field. Indeed, Marco, that's so very true that it's uh, affecting even fields that you wouldn't think about, such as, for example, the ecological crisis. So with so many definitions of artificial intelligence and what AI is or isn't, it can be very confusing to note down a precise definition. However, we hope that our guest today will have a bit more clarity on this. So Marco, with so many definitions of AI, can you set a bit of light? How do you define AI? With which definition of AI do you work? Um, Eugenia, this is a, a difficult question to begin, to begin with. Um, it's, it's not easy. 
to present a unanimous definition of uh, what is uh, artificial intelligence. And, and that is mainly because uh, we have different perspectives in the way we look at artificial intelligence and also in the way we approach the development of um, artificial intelligence. And another thing that makes really difficult to have a definition for AI is the inclusion of the word intelligence. Um, that is, if we have uh, such a difficulty in defining intelligence, um, we have difficulty to understand our, how our brain works. It is analog, it is digital. So finding a clear definition for AI is not easy. And even if we adding artificial make it, makes it even more difficult. Um, for example, can intelligence be artificial? Um, some people even prefer to, for example, to call it synthetic intelligence instead of uh, artificial intelligence. But um, not trying to escape for, uh, from your question, um, I think we can present the initial uh, definition of AI that was bring to us from John McCarthy, one of the fathers of artificial intelligence. And he defined um, AI as the science and engineering of making intelligent machines. And this was defined not in this century, this was defined in the 1950s. Um, also, just to give more uh, context to, to your question, as a metaphor, um, AI should be seen as an, an umbrella where it fits an ecosystem of different technologies and different fields of expertise. So AI is at the same time so many things so to have just a uh, unique definition is not easy. That's why I like to, to stay with one of the first definitions of AI. Indeed, I think it's very, I think it's very explanatory and very clarifying. And I like the idea that it's more of an umbrella, right? Than just one concept. It touches, it also relates to what we just mentioned a minute ago about AI affecting so many different fields. So I think that's a very, Good definition as well. Not just AI, but AI is also um, related to many other concepts that we have heard about. And there's a little bit of mystery around them. Concepts such as machine learn learning, deep learning, natural language processing, neural networks. So these are all terms that have been mentioned here and there as well. That as uh, Ariana was saying a few minutes ago, it, it sounds like they belong in a science fiction novel, but they're actually here. So can you tell us a bit more about all of these terms? Um... Along the, the history of AI, we, are, we have um, at least uh, three um, approach when we are talking about AI. And this approach are the symbolic approach, uh, the statistical approach, and also the sub-symbolic approach. Um, another approach uh, that is the one that currently uh, supports the latest um, major developments in the field of AI is the statistical or connectional uh, approach. And mainly this is the development of AI based on the, the way that our brains works also. And in, within this approach, um, contains machine learning and machine learning is mainly computer algorithms that, uh, improve automatically to the experience uh, of using data. And with all this advance in the field of machine learning today, and narrow networks and deep learning, we have um, human voice recognition, and that is the NELP, uh, natural uh, language uh, process. And we also have, in terms of computer vision, that is mainly 
the um, capability of these AI uh, um, solutions to be able to identify image and what is happening, not on image, but even uh, identify um, humans. And this will bring also questions related with facial recognition and so on. So there is many things around AI and so many terms and definitions and, and technologies. And that's why is is at the same time a complex issue, but also at the same time, there is lots of passion uh, around AI. It's a very uh, interesting perspective, but as well, a very good way to see it. And, and again, it relates to what we were talking before. So yeah, thank you. That actually clarifies a lot. Yeah, it's really exciting. in your opinion, the benefits of using AI in schools for students? I think there are uh, a lot of benefits, but here we also have to look um, in terms of the opportunities and also in terms of the concerns. AI can be really amazing in, in, in the learning process, okay, to make the learning more meaningful, more uh, significant, even to help students with disabilities, okay? We have students that have problems with dyslexia and so on, and we have tools that can really help them on, on, on that. I just remember to be with one math teacher and I, uh, told him about this, this app. And maybe most of the teachers could be a little bit, um, afraid of using this because this can solve all the calcul calculus in terms of an equation or something like this. And it was very interesting from this teacher because the approach was completely the opposite. You just put everything upside down. So we think, okay, that could be really amazing for me as a math teacher to use on, on the classroom. What I have to think is what type of challenge I will give to my students once they have such a powerful uh, app that they can use. And this is really what we have to look in terms of AI. So what approach I need to develop that the student can use that in terms of help their learning. So this is one clear one on one of the benefits. Uh, another benefit is also for teachers. We know that the teacher profession is very bureaucratic uh, with lots of administrative and repetitive um, tasks. So why cannot use AI to help teachers with these tasks and just free the teacher for what is more important, that is to support the learning of the student. So this is clear one, one another very important uh, aspect. The concerns is if we start by using AI just to isolate the student, put some headset in front of a computer, put some machine learning, what we call the black box algorithm, and will be the machine that will decide what is the learning path of the students, and we teach about completely outside of that, okay? No, we should be using AI to promote collaborative learning, complex problem solving, new challenge, and, and so on. And, and I think that is the most um, important. So we need to balance. So everything is not like a rainbow here, okay? There is some clouds in, in the sky also, but I think that we can clearly benefit from the integration of AI in education, no doubts about it. Let's take our listeners to the classroom now and see how teachers can harness the power of AI in education. And Marco, as a computer science teacher, you have a very good insight into how children react to AI applications and how they use AI. So what do you think? 
what is the right age to introduce AI to our children? Is there such a thing as the right age? And what would you say, when can they start using AI in schools? I think that is um, more important is the, the approach than the age. Um, in my opinion, what is important is that every child uh, should have contact with AI, even the, the younger ones. Uh, I think that we have the obligation. I think that is uh, in the uh, actual contest is, is, is mandatory f uh, to help them understand what is AI. What we should not do with, with AI in education field is what uh, was uh, been trying to do with the smartphones. And what was tried to do with the smartphone, it was to ban the smartphones. And mainly sometimes these things are, are done just to maintain outdated uh, educational methods or, 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 or strategies. So what is important is to have a curriculum strategy that um, can assure that uh, all students, doesn't matter what are the age, in the end of uh, secondary school, what we call mandatory school, they develop a significant AI literacy. So I think that is clearly important. So just to be um, more direct in terms of what we were asking, I think that we sh uh, have to introduce AI in the curriculum, in, in the classrooms, doesn't matter in terms of the age, we just have to develop the proper strategies according to the, the students that we want to introduce in AI. Indeed, Mark, I think as you are saying right now, it's more about laying the foundations for artificial intelligence, right? And just letting our students know a little bit on what is it based so that they have enough foundation and if not enough knowledge to pick up then later on in different um, school ages, right? And to continue learning a bit more about artificial intelligence when they are learning uh, later. You let me curious, you, you mentioned several times of different approaches to teaching AI and different methodologies. So I'm sure our listeners will be curious to know the how, like tell us a few tools, a few websites, a few resources, or even games that you use to teach AI in your classroom or to teach about AI in your classroom. Yes, yes. In terms of this, um, this is mainly how can we uh, use AI in education? And we have mainly a free approach. The first one is learning with AI. So what platforms, uh, what tools can we use to help students in their learning process and also uh, for teacher in their teaching process? So this is one of the approach. The second one is learning AI. And here we are talking more about the technical point of view. Okay, so this is mainly, mainly target to secondary levels. So it's to teach students how to create with AI. And another one is learning for AI. And with this, we are saying that we need to create that awareness in terms of our students. So this should be cross-curriculum. So in even all of the, the, the different subjects, for example, how can I use AI with math? How can I use AI with chemistry? How can I use AI in history, geography? And, and and so on. And there are many tools nowadays that uh, teachers can use in different uh, for different subjects and for different uh, school levels. And I can just mention some of them. For example, nowadays App Inventor. App Inventor is a tool that is used to create apps for Android systems, and you really don't need to write code. You can use the blocks and so on. There is also a very interesting platform. It's called Machine Learning for for Kids that you can use. This is uh, developed um, by an engineer for uh, IBM 
where you can train models and use these models also to um, relate it with um, with um, app inventor for example so there is lots of things that you can do to introduce on your um, classroom uh, to be used and you can easily find uh, lots of other resources uh, such as uh, online courses that can be used for teachers to, to use the thematic of ai um, for example mit they have a curriculum in ethics and ai and this this curriculum is not using any technology this is what we call the unplugged approach also from unesco unesco they have um, a portfolio of different research and there are organized and categories so any teacher can go to this um, repository and find different um, tools and different um, uh, platforms already uh, ai is, is a company they have five books uh, about the what they call the fifth the, the five big ideas on on ai and what you can explore and this is targeted to students between 6 and 11 so there is a lot of different platforms and so on you just have to be open mind what a wealth of resources and tools really really fantastic thank you for sharing all these ideas with us and uh, uh, if I may add, as a language teacher, I also use uh, AI tools, uh, especially text-based tools. I found out that such tools can be really useful in learning a foreign language. For example, uh, students can help uh, can practice writing with the help of such tools. For example, uh, verse by verse, also by Google experiments. So what they do is uh, they first learn about some American poets and then they write their own poems in similar styles. And also not to mention that students can have their own digital assistant who helps them learn a foreign language, practice pronunciation. So there are really some great tools at our fingertips and uh, many of them are free for everyone and also easy to use. And Marco, as you said, learning with AI is so much fun for students, especially when they can create something. However, even if we have talked about the benefits of AI, and even if we have talked that AI can help our students develop a wide range of skills, AI not only has benefits, but it also has risks that we must remain critical of. And this is something we want to cover next. I like the idea that you mentioned, right? That we don't use AI as a as a as a mean to an end, as a, you know, kids who learn about AI and that's it. But it's more of a medium to teach them about other skills and other parts of society as well. So I really like that idea, and I think it's really important to keep that in mind that it's it's as well a medium, it's as well as another teaching approach eventually that will perhaps uh, become more and more pervasive in our school curriculum. But right now you are mentioning about clouds and about concerns. So actually something that we want to touch space with you is asking you a little bit about um, what are the risks of AI? And so as a school teacher, as an educator, what is what the steps or what is there that we should take care of when we introduce AI to our students, especially our minor students? Yes, that, that is that is very important. I say in some contexts, okay, because none of these tools have any idea what they are doing. So they don't have a conscience. Okay, even if AI is creating music or something, they don't have an idea what is music, they don't have an idea what is art or something like this. But they are starting to 
be very good at some particular tasks, is what we call narrow tasks. And in this particular, uh, these uh, this language models, they can write poetry. And this is being used just to give them, them the question here about the concerns that you are talking, um, Eugenia, that the first thing that I think that is very important is to explain to students that AI is not magic. Okay. It's not something magic that is happening there. It's technology is being created by humans. Another, another very important thing is to step away about the hype. Okay. Some people have the idea. Okay. This will be like a Terminator, a Hollywood sci-fi movie or something, um, like this. So I think this two things is very important to explain to students. Okay. AI is here. For example, if you have a smartphone, you can say you have AI on your pocket. So because the smartphones nowadays, they are full of AI. Another important thing is the question of data and to understand that lots of developments in AI are using data from previous uh, experience. And this data, they have stereotypes, they have uh, bias, and of course the outputs can reflect this kind of, of, of behaviors. And also as any other technology, AI can be used for good or can be used for bad. And it doesn't matter if it's digital technology or not. Okay. But the key question here is that AI has um, tremendous um, power when we compare with other uh, technologies. That is sometimes we are saying that AI maybe is putting uh, as our big last question in terms of the way that we are unique on this on this planet and this is related with our intelligence so we don't know what is the way we really know that ai is impacting a lot and we need to give a clear and open mind perspective to our students so i think that we should focus on this on this on this topic indeed and as well to help them foster a bit of critical thinking towards what ai is and isn't and what it can and cannot do right um, I find very interesting as well what you mentioned, the possibility that machines, you know, write themselves in a way, right? And and write their own code. And here there is also other things that are uh, very important. We have the, the question of uh, fake news. We have the question of deep fakes, where you have videos where you put anyone, okay, saying things that you never even think about. Uh, a few weeks ago or months ago, there was on TikTok, Tom Cruise. And he was saying things and talk about things. And that was not Tom Cruise. But it's starting to get more difficult and difficult and difficult for you to see what is AI and what is not AI. Thank you for that perspective as well. And, and for putting as well that, that kind of alarm bell there, you know, that be careful because there's many, it's a tool basically, and then we can use it in many different ways. Uh, don't you think, Ariana? Say uh, to sum it up, uh, I would say that we can all agree that AI is uh, nothing futuristic at all. It is real. It is in our lives, and it is important to raise awareness of all the uh, advantages and benefits, as well as of uh, harm that AI may cause. Uh, so it is important to teach our students how to use it and how to live with it. Uh, we've seen that it plays such a huge role in our everyday lives, and it is important that uh, it is taught in schools. Uh, and uh, Marco, as you have mentioned, uh, even young children can learn how to use it and how to have fun with it as well. 
And we, we know that playful learning helps students achieve better learning results and that it also boosts motivation and fosters creativity. And um, not to forget, uh, as you mentioned, AI is constantly being developed. So be prepared for even more sophisticated uses in the classroom. Thank you, Marco, for joining us today. It was a huge pleasure to have you here with us. No, I'm, I'm the one that, that, that thank you, uh, Ariana and Eugene. It was a really great pleasure to be here with you, talk about AI uh, uh, and education. And it's really important, as we know, to talk about this, this topic. Once again, thank you very much. Uh, we hope that you have enjoyed our talk and that you have learned something new. We invite you to check out our website, codeweek.eu and find resources and materials on how to get started with AI in the classroom. Indeed, and don't forget that Marco has also contributed to one of the learning bits of Code Week and has prepared a fantastic lesson plan for uh, upper secondary students. So I totally invite you to check out that resource, especially to follow up with today's conversation. Uh, thank you, Marco, for joining today as well. And to all our listeners, see you next time for a new episode of our Code Week podcast when we take a deep dive into the exciting world of programming. Goodbye. Goodbye.